0: Log Talk Radio
1: Time would pass Steph. Ah, uh, yesterday was Wow Wednesday, and we started off with our girl Vivian and her Socially Conscious segment. And oh, boy, oh boy, did Vivian have some stuff for us yesterday. She started off with the information that sexually transmitted infections are increasing in newborns, specifically genital Wow, these numbers have risen to 3,031 babies born with this illness, the highest it has ever been. And it just forces us to make a mental note that, you know, we have to make sure we are careful with our bodies because <laughs> it's not just us who is affected. No. Oh. Well, Mayor Adams is uh in the news again. You know, I don't think I ever remember a mayor being in the news so much. Now, maybe it was, but I just don't remember. Well, we're talking about this prostitution crisis. And, you know, they're putting it on the migrants. And uh, (laughs) Roosevelt Ave is what's being plagued or where is being plagued now. They say it's so bad that the kids going to school, uh, they're calling it the red light district. Because the freshmen in the high school... Can see the women out there In the morning In the afternoon It just doesn't matter And you know Our man says You know he was there At about 1.30 in the morning And he's willing to take A news crew back there Now we're trying to figure out for what But you know Maybe the news crew will catch something on this go-around that they didn't catch, you know, the other times they were there. Mm, I don't know. They're saying that, you know, the migrants are there and this is what they're doing because after we invited them here to New York or United States, we don't have anything else for them to do. So they're picking up the oldest profession ever. That's what they call it, right? Oh, boy. What else did Vivian talk about? Hmm. Well, here was the one where it was really interesting yesterday. There's a program called School Economy where they're actually paying children to go to school and get good grades. Yes, good grades come with points, or grades come with points, And as they add up the points, they can get, let's say, uh, cards, gift cards, and things like this, and children have been getting it. You know, it's an incentive, they say, to help the children get good grades, and it's been working, and, you know, they're happy. They're happy. Now, um, even after sleeping on this thing, I'm still on the fence. I don't know if, you know, we should be paying children to get good grades. That's what you're supposed to do. You have nothing else to do but go to school. And I I definitely understand that it's not as easy for some that it is, you know, for others. I just, I don't know. I'm not swallowing this one too well, y'all. I'm not swallowing this one too well. You know, I'm not beating them up. You know, like I said yesterday, I'm not necessarily beating them up for, you know, this incentive program. I've slept on it, and I still don't have an, you know, an alternative or a suggestion. I don't know. You know, at the end of the day, whether you get good grades or not, It's going to help you or it's going to hurt you And, you know, Shanti said she sure wished That incentive was out there When she was goofing up in school But I don't even know if I wish you were out there when she was there You know, as a person who, you know, she uh, played around for a little while And, you know, couldn't come out on time these are the consequences you pay. So, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, you know, whether that's, you know, that's what we should do, be doing. But it's working and, you know, I guess they figure if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, those are some of the things we talked about
0: yesterday. Well,
1: today is... Therapeutic Thursday, yeah, today we talk about our health, whether it's physical, mental, emotional,
0: spiritual,
1: financial, I don't know, any kind of health points, you know, we talk about, and uh, we have our girl, our minister, our sister Gertie Gordon on with us this morning. And it's going to be a short stint this morning, but it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Kind of talked about this in a couple of other, you know, episodes, if you will. And I think you're going to be able to get a couple of uh, pointers this morning. So, you know, I don't want to hold you up any longer. i got something else that I need to talk to you all about. I don't know how many of you are suffering with this condition, but you know, I got some other points that I'm gonna bring to you before we get our girl Gertie on. And uh go ahead and get that healthy breakfast. Go ahead and tell somebody that it's due time with Pastor Steph is on and whatever you do, don't go anywhere we will be right back.
2: Seizures happen without warning. Seizures don't all look the same.
1: Other kids are afraid to play with me. Someone is diagnosed with epilepsy every three minutes.
0: And it can strike anyone at any age.
1: Do you know how to help? End epilepsy
0: learn more
1: Good morning, good morning, and good morning again. Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph, and it is Therapeutic Thursday. Yes, today we talk about our health. You know, we get real creative over here on It's Due Time, talking about our health. You know, we talk about a lot of stuff on Thursdays, and we got some... Point is this morning, you know, we're going to give God thanks that we're on this side of the week, you know, and we're together. We've been challenged this week. We haven't been together so easily. So go ahead and get those pens and papers out so we can talk about the ways migraines, they say are Dangerous for your health. Now I'm, I've never seen it put like this. And I only looked at the first couple of points that they're making. And the first one I can definitely get with, despite the fact that I don't have migraines, All right, so you ready? Got your pens and papers out? Well, number one, the first way they say migraines are dangerous for your health, your bowels may malfunction. Now, you talk about some issues. Yeah, I've had a couple of obstructions. and very dangerous. It can kill you. But thanks be to God, I'm here. Well, migraines and IBS, that's Irritable Bowel Syndrome, they say go hand in hand. Mm. They say that the same changes to the nervous system trigger headaches and problems with digestion. Wow. So people with IBS often alternate Between diarrhea and constipation, and they may also feel bloated or like they always need to go to the bathroom. Wow. And here's the problem. You know, when you have diarrhea, you can actually become dehydrated. And that's a dangerous place to be, especially for some people. And constipation is also a dangerous place to be. So, ooh, that one is not a good one. The next one, they say back aches, migraines and back aches. They say low back pain strikes somewhere between 13 to 18 times as many people with chronic migraine as those without headaches. Mm. With time, pain creates a well-worn path through your nerves and brain, actually changing the structure of your gray matter. And they say, as a result, you're more likely to hurt throughout your body. Wow. Oh, (coughs) Excuse me. Number three, they say you could have a stroke. Mm. The strokes we know occur when the blood flow to your brain stops. They say migraines double your risk for stroke, and the risk appears highest if your migraines are accompanied by aura visual disturbances such as flashing lights, or zigzag patterns before a headache begins. Wow. Wow. The next point, you risk even more headaches. Mm. Well, chronic migraines, they say, may have you frequently reaching for your meds, But if you take pain-relieving drugs more than two or three times a week, you could develop rebound headaches. And this occurs when your medication wears off more quickly each time and the pain returns stronger than ever. Mmm. boy, this is ugly. This is quite ugly. I've never heard of some of these things here. Okay, we're talking about the reasons or the ways migraines are dangerous for your health. Your vision shifts. They say some types of migraines result in brief periods of vision loss or changes other less common types cause your eyelids to droop and your pupil, pupils pupils <laughs> to enlarge. They're accompanied by double vision that may last for weeks after the pain in your head subsides. Mm. Wow! Does anyone out there suffer with migraines and they can attest? to any of these things, let me know. Hit me up. You know how to get in touch with me. Uh, next one. Your sleep may suffer. Pain from migraines make it difficult for you to fall or stay asleep. In addition, chronic migraines have been linked to changes In the way your body transitions between stages of slumber, which interrupt your rest, well, unfortunately, poor sleep can worsen your head pain. So there's no winning in that one, huh? Well, okay. They say you might lose your hearing. Oh, my goodness gracious. This migraine thing is terrible. Wow, your hearing. They say it's not very common, but they say sudden hearing loss causes rapid hearing loss over a 72-hour period. This condition appears about twice. As frequently in people with chronic migraines Doctors aren't sure why But they suspect the damage to tiny blood vessels in the ear May link the two conditions Wow Well, you know, they say that this connects to the that, right? All right Ways that migraines are dangerous for your health and we're talking about seizures. Mm. Well, they say similar patterns occur in chronic migraines and the seizure disorder epilepsy. Okay. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. And uh epilepsy, rapidly firing neurons induce sudden attacks of symptoms followed by periods in which you're symptom-free. They say migraines can trigger seizures in people with epilepsy, and people with both conditions often don't respond to anti-seizure medications, and that's definitely dangerous. Wow. Wow. Next you risk developing other types of chronic pain. They say in a study, one-third of chronic migraine patients had fibromyalgia, a condition we all know, that gives you widespread pain, fatigue, and depression, and that's significantly more than the 4% reported in the general population any type of chronic pain rewires the way the brain processes pain signals and the constant throbbing of headaches may overexert your entire body's pain responses predisposing you to more extensive aching oh my goodness gracious wow you definitely don't want that y'all All right, next, ways that migraines are dangerous. Your blood pressure may rise.
0: Mm.
1: They say women with migraines appear more likely to develop high blood pressure during pregnancy, and some studies have linked hypertension to chronic migraines in all adults malfunctions in your autonomic nervous system which controls involuntary motion, motion excuse me such as your blood pressure and heart rate may underlie both conditions.
0: Hmm.
1: Well they got one more your mood your mood they say will shift depression, anxiety, and bipolar disorder all affect more people with migraines than those without. They say the result from fearing when the next attack will strike. Mmm, wow. And they say a study shows and they believe that Common brain pathways link chronic migraines with psychological conditions. Wow. So as we see, you've got like multiple things that go on with these migraines. It affects quite a bit of your body.
0: Hmm.
1: wow And we can see why it's so debilitating When you hear all of those different effects That it will do um, Yeah, all the effects that it will do to your body Wow, wow Well, I want to also tell you Before we get our Sister Gertie on I also want to tell you about a recall Tyson Foods. Ah, those chicken patties. They have been found to have metal pieces in them. Nearly 30,000 pounds of chicken patties produced by Tyson Foods have been recalled after consumers consumers reported Small metal pieces found in the product. Do you know how dangerous this is? They said there was one report of oral injury as a result. And, you know, chicken patties and things like that, that's what we most times give our children. (coughs) Excuse me. And we're not really, you know, necessarily going to catch that. Oh, boy. So, they have the Tyson Fully Cooked Fun Nuggets. There you go. There are the kids. Breaded-shaped chicken patties. And these were produced back in September. And they have Best If Used by September 4th. And... You know, if it goes in the freezer, it has a much longer expiration period. That's if they're, you know, not frozen and left frozen. Okay? So they say these were shipped to distributors in Alabama, California, Illinois, Kentucky, Michigan... Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, and Wisconsin. So thank God they only have that one report that they've had with the oral injury. But if you've purchased, let me read it to you again to make sure you get the right name. The Tyson Fully Cooked Fun Nuggets Breaded Shaped Chicken Patties. Okay. And they have metal pieces in them. Hmm. I'm like, oh, like y'all trying to kill us? Hmm. It's like how do you get metal pieces? in the chicken patties
0: hmm
1: wow well i got time for another one possibly another recall and they have a pasta recall after a customer suffers adverse reaction to eating spaghetti. So they have a food company that's recalling one of its products because it contained a major allergen that had not been labeled. Oh my goodness. And for those of us who suffer from different allergies, I gotta put that stuff on the bags, on the packages. The recall, they say, is the result of misbranding and the failure to declare egg a known allergen on the product label. Mmm. So they have the Kid Fresh Spaghetti Loops meat sauce. That's the one. Okay. Okay. Let me say it to you again. The Kid Fresh Spaghetti Loops Meat Sauce. And wait a minute. I just realized something. Mmm. Well, I'll tell you that in a minute. They say that they found out During a routine ingredient label review, and they say they discovered that the product label did not properly declare egg as an ingredient, despite it being a known allergen. And they say that the problem came up following a change in noodle formation by the supplier They say the recall ended up happening because a customer with an egg allergy reported having an adverse reaction after consuming the product. Hmm. And uh, they want anyone else who may have had this reaction and have eaten this product. To make sure they contact The manufacturer And they're saying Egg is one of nine major allergens That the FDA Knows about And are um, Mandating manufacturers to to list And Those allergens are milk eggs, fish, shellfish, tree nuts, peanuts, wheat, sesame, soybeans, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say this one, crustacean, I don't know, C-R-U-S-T-A-C-E-A-N. So if any of those foods or products are in your food, They are mandated to definitely list them. So let me give you the name of this again. The recall is frozen spaghetti loops with meat sauce. Mm. Man, oh man, oh man. I tell you, we got to make sure we know what we're eating. It's so scary. Well, ladies, gentlemen, brothers, sisters, it's that time of the month where we have our sister Gertie Gordon on for Tress Talk with Gertie. So let's say good morning. Good morning, Sister Gertie. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? I am well, thanks. Good. So, I'm well. You're <laughs> wonderful. Happy to have you on <laughs> with you, us this you. morning. Thank you so much for joining us. And as I alerted our listeners this morning that we're going to have a brief session with you this morning. All right. And we're going to maximize on this time here so I'm pulling up as I pull up why don't you You have to tell us a little bit give us 60 seconds as to who Gertie Gordon is for those who may not have heard of you before
2: good morning good morning above all else I am a child of God love the Lord live my life as worship in all that I do God has particularly blessed me with the gift of, of, hmm. the gift of healing and help through the hair and scalp. In addition to loving to be able to share that, I really have taken ownership in being an educator in that space, and um, and I love it, and I'm grateful for the opportunity. So, thank you for having me.
1: All righty, and we're blessed to be able to have you on with us from month to month, and this morning, we're going to be talking about your scalp, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters,
0: our scalp,
1: and we've kind of touched on this in prior conversations about other things but today we're going right. to focus on it just a little bit more so as we always do I always kind of throw some points to our, uh, our sister Gertie and she definitely expounds on this issue or this point and sometimes you know they have it right and sometimes they don't so we definitely <laughs> want to address it today as I sit and scratch my scalp like crazy as we oh, speak. Gosh. <laughs> so, before we get started, just kind of give us an overall thought. We don't go into any details, but okay. they say the most common issues that people experience with their scalp, itchiness, dandruff, dryness, oiliness, and breakouts. Mm, What do you want to say about that?
2: Right. Well, um, that was part of the reason why I wanted to um, talk about it because um, a lot of our scalp issues um, can be self-induced or, you know, it can be something that is triggering it and causing it. Um, But there's also that component that, um, It it can be happening with just different things happening internally. And so being able to decipher the differences will help us to know how to better treat it. Um, Particularly now, especially with the change of the season, going into more um, frigid weather, you'll find that... um, some of the concerns can be exacerbated. And so that's why I thought, you know, maybe this would be a good time to talk about it. And that's what I'm experiencing, you know, as a practitioner with what people are saying. So, um yeah.
1: Wow. (laughs) I already had some questions. I'm going to try to hold on to it because I might, (laughs) we might cross over it. I haven't looked at all of these things, so maybe we'll come across it. So I found, some different tips that they've given to help with our scalp and I love the way you expound on the points because you always let us know whether it's a good point, bad point, kind of in between and why you feel that way. And the first thing they have here is they're saying that we need to invest in a scalp scrub. Would you agree? Disagree. Well, what do you feel about that?
2: I I agree, but it's you know, it's not just, it's not so cut and dry. The um what what the the concern is the scrub part because oftentimes people tend to want to scratch or lift or peel or pick, and that's mm-hmm. problematic. Um, doing a scalp detox um, would be my my method of choice. And with the detox, it's being sure that the ingredients that you're using are not only effective, but are gentle, you know, and are going to protect the scalp skin. And so, yes, I do um, encourage and employ a, a regimen where you do um, have some time where you are detoxifying. It's the same way as I do recommend, you know, we getting on a routine to have facials, you know, so that's not a bad thing. And so um, consider it a facial for your scalp. Oftentimes people mm-hmm. forget that our scalp skin is an extension of our face skin. And so taking the approach that you would with your, your facial care um, on your scalp is highly recommended. I, I actually just employ that method with my guests. So um, wow. just being mindful of it, we don't want things that are so abrasive, stripping, drying, you know that will will exacerbate any issues or can even um, be the cause and trigger the issues, you know
1: mm. Now, did you say detoxify? we should be detoxifying our scalp? Yeah, especially if you I'm not saying it's a um, a broad it's
2: not a broad sweep. The uh, good candidate for a scalp detox are those who um, experience experience like overactive um, sebaceous glands, and sebaceous glands are the oil glands that are underneath your your skin in your head, right? And so some people have overactive sebaceous glands that come out in the form of oily dandruff, um, <clears throat> excessive oil, and <clears throat> that couples with using a lot of product. We have a lot of people who are product junkies. <clears throat> Especially those, excuse me, my those. Especially those with um, who are who aren't like chemically processed. In the quest to find products that work, tend to use a lot of products and um, products that are like heavy with butters and oils and are really um, made to. They're really heavy. They tend to stick on the hair and the scalp. And so, in those situations, a, a regular detox. Is recommended. So now, say you have someone who they don't have much um, overactive activity in their scalp; they're not producing um, excessive sebum, or they don't use a lot of product, and they don't sweat much. You know, they may not necessarily need a detox as often, perhaps once or twice a year, right? Because you know, you still want to be able to exfoliate that scalp skin. So you know, it's a it's it's a um, not necessarily case by case, but it's just being, having an understanding of what the activity, what's happening with your scalp. If you have that overactivity, then absolutely. Or if you're very heavy-handed in your product usage, definitely. Because mm, the goal is to wow. create an optimal scalp environment.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, we got a question that came in. What's the sure. best detox? Is there a detox for your scalp that you're recommending?
2: Um, there are two, two to three that I've been using through the years that, you know, they haven't failed me that I like. One is um, Nioxin is a company, and the, the product is called Scalp Renew. And um, it's, a, it's a microdermabrasion um, scalp exfoliating detox um, service. Now, it's not something that you can go buy in the store. It is an in-salon service with a a take-home component that you're able to use from 7 up to 30 days post that treatment. And it's recommended to have it done every 30 to 45 days. So that's one of them. Um, And I can, um, on my website, they there's there's links to, to be able to either book that or find out more about it. Another one, another company is Scruples, S-T-R-U-P-L-E-S. They have an actual um, detoxifying, clarifying shampoo system. Especially, um, that one is especially good because it also treats and combats. um, There's some people that naturally have, um, um, their scalp has an odor to it. And so that one is a detoxifying and deodorizing. Shampoo system from Scruples. Um Innocence Organic Beauty is another one that I um, I use and I like. Um, with the Innocence, however, I, I would say proceed with caution because they have um, like a mint um, a mint scrub, and so that it does have the actual granules and you can feel it. So I would say if you tend to have more sensitivity. Or um, redness in your scalp or your your skin is very sensitive that one you need to be more uh, I would say proceed with caution not that it would um, harm you but because it has the actual granules in there it can um, be triggering on some scalp so that one I would say proceed with caution but it's good um, especially for those that have a lot of buildup and a lot of layers it helps to kind of get through it in a natural way um, and Nioxin, again, it has a one that you can that's over the counter. It's a um detoxifying and um it's a dandruff and flaky scalp. It's a it's a tube and the name escapes me. I'm looking at it. It's from niacin also. It's the it's scalp scalp um scalp something, I forgot um the name. But it's a scalp it's scalp something and it says you have find, um, uh find a skinny tube, rather, that you can use. And then you get, like, one to two. Um, or maybe some if you have um, finer hair or maybe if you have a short haircut, you can get, like, three to four uses out of it. But if you have a full head of hair, um, a lot of hair, you can get one to two uses out of it. And that's over-the-counter. Mm, so those are the ones okay. that I off the top of my head.
1: Wow. Okay. That, and that well. I
0: use.
1: Okay. Okay. So those are all detoxifiers for your hair, your scalp.
0: Your scalp, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Ooh, now, before we go any further, does it, is there one you should use a little more if your hair is locked or braided?
2: Um, no, I don't. I wouldn't say that because it, it, whether it's locked or graded, it's really um, your your determinant is really on the activity of you know if you have overactive um, over like a lot of oil production if you have um, oily dandruff you know it's really more based on the condition of your scalp not necessarily the style okay. that you have.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Just know that now, if, you, if you are doing this with um locks or braids, you have to be more careful, especially at the point where you're um the point where you are focused on the scalp, um, being mindful of tension and or um adding to some build up at the points where the
1: hair is locked or braided. You know, you want to be mindful of those touch points. Okay. Okay. And that's one of the reasons why I was asking because of course, you know, you have to care for it a little differently because right. it's not loose hair. Okay, Right. okay, that makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Right.
1: Now, you brought up something to me, and this is one of the tips that they have, and you talked about massaging your scalp. Now, I would pay a million dollars <laughs> for this here. Massaging our scalp, why is that so important when you're talking about your scalp, and your healthy scalp. Right, right.
2: Now, um, it's one of those things that it's so often overlooked and not given much importance to, but if only people would, you know, really take their time out, even if you do it as little as five minutes a day, and if you monitor it and you, like, commit to four months, you know, three to four months straight of, really stopping and massaging your scalp five minutes a day, you will see a
0: difference. You know,
2: not only does it feel good, but you're actually promoting circulation to these parts. You're actually
0: mm. um,
2: promoting um, blood flow, you know, and so there's such there's such um, huge benefits to doing it, and most people don't. And it's something not only does it um, do that, you know, with the promoting circulation and promoting blood flow, but it really helps with relieving tension. It really helps with um, activating those feel-good hormones that we need throughout our body. Like, it's so good and oftentimes so overlooked. Is it great when someone else is doing it for you? Absolutely. But you are blessed with the natural tools God gave each of us, you know, with our fingers to be able to, to do it for ourselves. You know, that really I, I'll take time out and just sit at the table Put my elbows on the table and, and cup my head in my hands and massage myself. You know my temples around the crown. You know my nape and just really go throughout my head to massage my head. And um, I do attribute that to um, part of what um, part of my healthy hair
1: regimen. Wow! It, make, it makes now, a difference. It makes a difference. Okay, so my hair is braided most times.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: What do I do? You know, all for those again who have, uh, you know, who keep their hair braided and things like that, what do we right. do? You can still do it. You
2: would take smaller sections. The key isn't applying the light pressure and doing circular motion. And so you can do that. I would not recommend doing it on the day, like say you just get your braids done, right? Because um, mm-hmm. that will be too much tension, um, even if your braids aren't tight. But the fact that they're freshly done, they're, okay. uh, the, you know, I wouldn't recommend doing that. Or if I wouldn't recommend doing it when, when you um, freshly get a retwist with your locks. However, mm. you know, maybe just before you're gonna get your braids on. As the hair, once the hair loosens up and you have some give at your root, by all means, you can um, go through and do a massage. Even say if, even if you have cornrows. There are partings where you are able to get in between and you just won't be able to do large circular motion, but you can do small circular motion um, throughout your scalp. You do want to focus on your temple. You do want to focus at your nape. You do want to go through to your crown. But you can get to your scalp to be able to provide a massage. And say, for instance, you okay. have a style where it's, um, it's hard to get to the parting You can actually just um, lightly use the cushions of your hands over top the braid or the cornrow.
0: Mm. But like
2: I said, the key is in making sure that you have some give. So you don't want to do it when you get these things freshly done.
1: Okay, okay. Wow. Okay, so we got a question that came in, and they're asking, should the massage be done with oils or just a dry massage?
2: You can do either
1: or. So if you are going to do it with your oil
2: or even um, um, there are times where I do it at the um, shampoo basin with conditioner in, that's fine, but you want to make sure you have good range of motion and that you're not um, stressing the hair. Because when you add your oil or um, if you're doing it while you have conditioner in and the hair is um, wet or moist, the hair tends to stretch, but it's easier or it's more prone to breakage. So um, I do recommend you doing it when you have an um, oil or conditioner, but you can also do a dry, a dry massage. Just make sure that your hands are clean and um, you're not, you're not doing unnecessary pressure. And um, a general rule of thumb, you can use um, all of your fingers except for your, your index finger, except for your pointer finger. And the reason being is that our pointer finger is very, very strong. And so, Sometimes not even, you don't even realize it, you can apply too much pressure using your pointer finger. So you can use your thumb and your other three fingers, your middle to your pinky. But don't use your pointer finger.
1: Wow. Boy, this is some golden information. (laughs) Wow. Okay. We got a few more minutes. So another tip they have listed. Is to apply a hair conditioning mask.
2: Well, yeah, that's what I was just saying with regard to the last question on um, either oil or dry. I was saying that okay. doing it with a mask. Yeah, you can. Um, that's actually part one of my favorite to one of my favorite services to provide. Doing a Scalp massage while there's conditioner, because the slip of the conditioner, how the hair is soft, and you're able to go, you know, from the scalp and run your fingers all the way through while you're detangling the hair. It's really a great experience, very comforting, okay. very relaxing.
1: Okay, so that's what a mask is. Okay. And also, okay, duh.
2: yeah, and also, don't forget. I remember years ago when I lived in Philadelphia, I worked in a. It was a salon slash barbershop, and I mm-hmm. kid you not. The although I wasn't a barber. The men would wait for me to shampoo and massage their hair before they got their haircut, and they would just like they would pay me twenty dollars in tips just to do that. And um, so, for the men who are listening, don't um, don't think this isn't for you. It's really, really a great, relaxing um, um, service or experience, and it's very beneficial. You know, because you still you also want that blood flow and that circulation to come to your to your scalp. So men don't think that this is just for females. You can definitely benefit from scalp massages as well.
1: Okay, okay, wow. All right. They say don't overwash your hair.
2: What does that mean? Meaning don't, like the let me frequency see, let me- of days or? Let me see how they're...
1: Okay. Mm. They're saying that if you overwash your hair, it strips away the natural oils and proteins.
0: Right.
2: So, um, I mean, yes, right? But my concern is not necessarily in the... um, It's what are you using? Because, say, for instance, you're using a a shampoo or cleanser that's not really good, that's, you know, probably high in alcohol or just doesn't have great emollients in it, you can just do one shampoo and that will that can strip your hair. Um, but I do believe that the essence of what they're saying is say for instance you are shampooing your hair, you don't need to if if you're able to get the scalp and the hair cleansed and the things removed, then with one round of it then just do one round as opposed to doing three or four rounds and it's unnecessary
0: mm, okay you see what i'm
2: saying so i'm i'm assuming yeah. that's what they're saying and it's not necessarily and then you may not need to shampoo your hair um two to three times a week some people you know they can but i'm sorry this i'm bringing my kids to school and somebody is really being impatient um and so you can um, you can do that as well.
1: Okay. Okay. Hmm. You want us to give you a minute?
2: No, no, it's fine.
1: Oh, okay, okay. All right. One of the other tips regarding mm-hmm. your scalp, they're saying to protect your hair from UV rays. Now they're talking about, Um, they say like your skin, like your regular skin that you protect from the UV rays, you got to protect your scalp from UV rays as well. What would you say about that one?
2: Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, Some people might not notice, but, um, many, if not all, I'm not saying all, I don't want to, um, overgeneralize, but many really great products, um, come with UV protection, already built in. And so that's definitely um, something to consider and to make sure that you are using products that have the SPF already built in. It helps. If you know that you're going to be out in the sun a lot more, um, it's always recommended to have a head covering, you know, to cover your head with a cap or um, uh, a hat where you're going to protect from the scalp. Um, You're going to protect your scalp from the sun. But that definitely is Um, Back to what I said initially, you know, you always want to take the approach with your scalp care that you would do with your face care because it is an extension of your facial skin. And so as is always recommended to wear sunscreen, um, yes, especially for us as people of color, even though our skin is melanated, we do still need protection from the um, UV rays and from the sun. Um, The same applies to the scalp.
1: Okay, okay. You've said that a couple of times. That yeah. our our head, our hair, skin is an extension of our facial skin. So it doesn't. And this is this. This may seem a little silly, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like it's not really two different skins, like the facial skin and the hair. Your scalp is not two different skins. No, no.
2: It's, it's wow. an extension of your facial skin. So that's why taking a skincare approach to scalp care is vital. You know, um, I'm grateful that now it's become more popular, the language of, you know, focusing on the scalp. You know, as as we know, tried and true, I'll always say healthy hair starts from the inside out. But the next number one top thing um, would be your scalp skin, you know, getting to the scalp, you know, a major thing. Um, I would have to emphasize with my girls um, at the salon is ma- making sure that you're getting in there and you're actually cleansing the scalp. You're actually touching the scalp. You're, you're moisturizing the scalp because um, uh, oftentimes we can um, so focus on the hair that we miss the scalp. And that really is um, outside of the skin, outside of being internal, that really is the bedrock for wanting a great environment And we'll find with styling, with products, and um, different things that we're doing to our hair that um, the scalp can, it's easy for the scalp to be neglected, and we don't want to do that.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay. We have just like two minutes left. (laughs) But uh, let's say, let's grab this one here. They say limit your heat treatments
2: they say limit your heat treatment yeah well once again you're going to do it according to needs right so um i'm not with the the school of thought on heat-free hair and how everyone's like i don't i haven't used any heat um the intention i understand the intention but it's misplaced because you do need heat um, you do need heat in your treatment. That's like someone saying, you know, throw the whole sun out. You know, the sun. We need the sun. We need what comes. To the benefits of the sun. The, it becomes problematic when what? When we have too much sun, too much exposure. Same thing with the heat. If your the heat is not being properly used, then it's not good. But heat at the very um, at its very base is a catalyst. And what does heat do? Heat opens up. And so you want to be able to open up your pores, your follicles. You want to be able to open up the cuticle so here to receive your treatments and so when you properly use it and do it it's okay um, so where they might say if it's too much is once again if you don't need to have that um, if you're like, here and you're not you you don't have a scalp issue or your hair doesn't need like a, a deep treatment, you know. Then, by doing it too much, you might run the risk of over drying. Um, but once again, even with that, if you're if you're using the proper heat setting and you're using proper products, you know you you shouldn't run into that. If, if someone is overusing the heat and using it improperly or not with proper um, products, then that can lead to that can lead to further problems but I don't think it's the heat per se, it's the improper use of it.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Wow, that was a quick 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I, have, wow. I have a few minutes,
2: I'm on I'm on my way back. I have like another five, six minutes to take me to get back.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
2: If there are any other questions.
1: Yes. Okay, so let's see what else we we did not talk about. Okay, so you always talk, and you brought it up a few minutes ago, and this is something Mm -hmm. that's on the list, uh, Mm -hmm. the inside out. How we eat affects our hair, our scalp. So we're talking about our scalp today. Are there any particular foods that particularly help with your scalp? Well, it's
2: the same as with having... um a well-balanced healthy healthy diet what what are the key components to you know having healthy hair and um once again your leafy green vegetables you know food rich in vitamin a k d e um you know beta carotene those are all great and you want to be able to have those for um for your great great scalp skin as well you know and so just focusing on having um, um, omega-3, your fatty acids, um, your leafy greens, your um, vegetables. You want to have great fiber. So all that lends to having um, healthy blood flow that will help with, you know, um, a lot of um, water intake, making sure that you're hydrated. And so that all plays a role in having a healthy scalp, having healthy hair, and just overall being healthy, you know, what is great for your skin? Those, that, those um, different uh, aspects of great skin, you know, that all goes back to your your diet. And it's not only what you take in, but it's also what you're, you're staying away from, you know? And so caffeine can be really good, but if you have a, um, an overconsumption of caffeine, that can lead to, to dehydration, you can see it in your skin. You know, and so it's being able to to have a balanced diet and to um, ingest things in moderation that are good for you.
1: Mm, okay, okay. I want you to speak just a little bit. I want you to, okay. um, if you wouldn't mind, emphasizing okay. this issue with people who I don't like water, and but yet they're they they're concerned about their hair. Can you just just talk about? Because even I have to tell you, just listening to adults say I don't like water is annoying. I, I have to I have to honestly tell you, <laughs> to me it's just certain things that as we get older, I understand as kids we don't like it, but when you get to be an adult and we've been told how vital water is, right. I'm not talking about the fact that I love water or I like water. Forget that. I'm just talking about us as adults and. Mm-hmm. Just coming to a maturity and, you know, level of how vital this thing called water is, it's almost like when you said, what do you do throughout the whole sun? How do we reconcile, okay, you know what, you're so concerned about your hair, you're so concerned about your scalp, since I'm talking to you about hair and scalp, that you need your water. It just does not make sense to actually live in that world where you're focusing more on how much you hate water, than the fact right. that hey, we're talking about your hair today, and here's how this right. can be of best benefit for you. Right.
2: Well, there's a couple of things, you know, just um, in general, and you know, human nature, and even more now, I think, in a in a um, post post COVID shutdown world that we're living in. People don't want to put in work. People are lazy. They don't want to do work. They want everything with little little effort or minimal effort. And so the first thing I would say was, well, let us look at, let's have a more proactive approach to it. Okay, you don't like water. So what are things that you can do that can at least alleviate the dislike of water? What is it about water that you don't like, the taste or the lack of taste? So okay, there's different ways. You can have your water infused with, with um either fruit or with mint or something that can make it at least we're not trying to get you to be in love with it, but get it to the place where it can be tolerable for you to use it and um ingest it because you know of the benefits. You know, it's just like people oh, I don't like to go to the doctor. Well, how many people do really like to go to the doctor? But it's something that you need to do
0: right. you know, or I don't like hospitals. <laughs>
2: We don't like hospitals. I don't like funerals. No, I don't know anyone that loves to go to a funeral. But it's one of those things, you know, you're an adult. This is what you need to do if you want that. You can't want both ends. You can't want healthy, flowing, luscious scalp, luscious hair, and don't want, don't want to do the things that are necessary to do it. It's not a both ends. I mean, yeah, you, you can't. You have to figure out, you know, and you have to decide what your priorities are you know there's a lot of things i don't like but there's things that i have to do i don't like getting up early to fix breakfast for my family and then bringing them <laughs> to school but guess what that's part of it you know and so um some people don't want to they're not speaking reality you know but just there's, there's options that you can do to alleviate it where like i said with um infusing it with fruit or looking for food, what you can ingest that have a high water content, you know, and then being able to find ways to get the water that you need, that it may not be in the conventional, a glass of just plain water that you're drinking it. You know, there are foods that are high in content. One thing I'm thinking about, I know, you know, some people might not like it, but watermelon. Watermelon is, has a lot of water, you know, and, it, you know, it's naturally sweet. And so you can do that. I'm not saying to go and eat watermelon all day. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, However, right. you know, if you if you had to choose in um, something that, you know, you may enjoy that has a high water content, I would say, okay, you know, you want to do your watermelon as opposed to eating um, mangoes all day, you know. They, that has a mm-hmm. high glycemic index. And so mm-hmm. being able to find ways that you can at least um, – make water a little bit more um that you, that you'd be more prone to getting your water intake you know as mm-hmm. opposed to just i don't like water that's it no let's be <laughs> proactive let's find a way that you can start infusing water into your um your diet All And variety right information we have information overload right there's there's no excuse to not find this. you can literally push a button speak to your phone and google will pull up a plethora of of resources and sites and information on ways you know i'm i'm pretty sure i can't look now because i'm driving but i'm pretty sure that you can put in i hate water what are water substitutes how can i get a a healthy water intake because i hate water you know Try it. Google that. You know, it's just, you know, putting a little bit effort in into that which we want for our
1: lives. Yes. Thank you so very much, Sister Gertie. You have been fantastic. Again, thank you so much for your contribution into our knowledge of... Hair and scalp this morning and we look forward to having you back next month God Spares and we pray you have a blessed day
2: wonderful you all as well thank you so so much I appreciate the opportunity
1: thank you Ooh, we value your, your opinion and your expertise and we praise God for oh, all that you voluntarily give us For free. Thank you so much. Have a blessed one. Please don't forget to massage your scalp. Okay. Well, I think a (laughs) lot of people are going to be running to this massage business. So I'm about to hire somebody right now with my couple of pennies. (laughs) All righty. Thank you. All right. right. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. You're welcome. All right, so because Pastor Steph loves you so much, as right before uh, our sister Gertie, who's also a minister, by the way, if you didn't know, so she's definitely well-versed on the Word of God. So everything that she gives us is coupled with godly inspiration. Well, before she said it, I actually looked it up. I had some, something else that I wanted to talk to you before we go into our pray for them. And I was like, you know what? Since I'm talking about it, let me help our listeners with the foods that you can have that help to put more water in your body. Are you ready? Go get. I'm going to give you like 30 seconds to go get that pen and paper, which I always tell you to have in your possession, you know, just in case, you know, listen, just in case you can't do it later. You know, your time is, listen, I have time. I have like 25 minutes here, 20 minutes to spend with you to help you get this water intake because, again, today we're talking about our scalp, and we cannot expect for our hair and our scalp to be healthy. Now, if we were talking to the other Dr. Gordon, I'd be saying the same thing. If we were talking about our feet, I'd be saying the same thing. You know, if this is going to help us naturally, you know, I I deem it a blessing that God gives us these pointers for free. All you have to do is log on to its due time. Call in to his due time, and the work is already done for you. So I've done a little work for you, really that quickly, that quickly. So by the time it took, or the time it took uh, our sister Gertie to say, you know, go and do it, I had already done it. <clears throat> so that's how quick it is. So I'm going to help you out this morning, and I will help myself out because I'll re, I'll refamiliarize myself, if that's a word, with all of the foods or some of the top foods, and fruits that will help us to get a little more water in our system. And if you're sitting back talking about how much you hate these things, I'm going to give you a whole list. You've got to figure out something on this list that helps you get more water. Okay? Now, first thing, Strawberries. Strawberries. Now I'm not a big strawberry fan. I think they're very bitter. You know, I, I watch people eat strawberries. They're like, oh, this is so sweet. Stop lying. I've never eaten a sweet strawberry. But strawberries, they say, is high in water content, believe it or not. Okay. Melons such as watermelon, honeydew, and cantaloupe. Okay. <laughs> I just got a sad for you when it comes to those strawberries. It's all right because I eat a whole lot of other things on this list. So the uh, strawberries are not going to be a big thing for me. Watermelon, like our sister Gertie uh, mentioned, water. Hey, there you go, watermelon. They say that is one of the highest, I've always heard, one of the greatest ways of putting water into your body. Honeydew melon and cantaloupe. All right. So let's make sure we get those in. Pineapple. Now, I have to tell you, that is one of my absolute favorite. But if you catch a bad one, ooh, that ain't nice. Okay. So, you know, I put pineapple in my smoothies. I put pineapples in. We talked about detoxing for your hair. I drink a detox pretty much every day. And that has pineapple in it. So, I get my pineapple in. Also, pineapple is a natural colonic. So, if you have problems going to the bathroom, guess what? You've just put extra water in your body to help flush out all the toxins. All righty? What else is next on this list? Oranges. Ooh, citrus. Citrus oranges. Now, the oranges have gotten to be quite expensive, But I just saw for the past month, I have to tell you, oranges have been on sale. Oranges, five for five. And you know what you say to yourself, well, a a dollar? When we think about all the junk we buy, think about those bag of potato chips. Man, if I go to, listen, we like to eat, um, what do you call those things? Chicken, 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 chicken. Like, remember these have the pork rinds? They have chicken rinds. Do you know a small bag, I think it's like one ounce bag, is $2. That's two oranges if I really want, if I wasn't the type of person to eat fruit. So get those oranges. Peaches. Peaches. Okay. Now, I'm actually not getting whether it's fresh, frozen, or canned. So here's what I will tell you from what I've studied and I've read because, again, I've Periodically done a little reading for myself If you're a diabetic Fruit is definitely You know, something that we have to Caution ourselves with Especially like grapes and things like that Canned tends to be a little sweeter Okay, because it's sitting in that juice That extra syrup Frozen is not as bad I use it sometimes Sometimes I use frozen for my smoothies. And it's because we don't do well in my house with fresh stuff. Fresh stuff expires really quickly. And if you don't eat it as quickly as you need to, it will spoil and your money goes down the drain. I just got finished over the past couple of weeks telling you about the Ziploc bags and things like that to extend the life of your fresh produce, okay? Also, I'm going to tell you another trick a Plast, uh, plastic wrap, but not those that stupid plastic wrap that gets all twisted by the time you pull it off the roll This I'm gonna get it right now. I'm gonna get it right now. This is like magic. I promise you I promise you this is magic and I bought it by mistake And I didn't use it for about six months and when I finally used it. I was like oh Stephanie this is like golden. It's called Press and seal, okay? And it's a plastic wrap, but it's not that other kind of plastic. And when you take it off, it doesn't stick together when you take it off the roll, and it allows you to wrap your produce, and it stays in in your refrigerator for much, much longer. So I was saying to you about the difference between frozen, fresh, and canned fruit. Do the do the fresh. It's a lot less sweet, and you're not. Especially if you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, you don't run that extra risk of you know kind of pushing your sugar levels up. But get we were talking about peaches, and you can get your peaches frozen. You can get your peaches canned, and you can get your pre- fr- peaches fresh. You know, especially when it's out of season, it tends to be a little more expensive. But, again, I've just given you two ways to preserve your produce and make it last a little longer, which is key in this house. I have thrown away, oh, my gosh, I've thrown away so much food, and it's because it just goes bad. I'm the only one who pretty much eats um, certain things, so, and I don't eat it as quickly as, like, if it's on sale. So I end up, you end up kind of spending more money, but it's better than throwing it out. So to extend the life of your fresh produce, Ziploc bags or the press and seal. You know, you don't have to necessarily go with Ziploc, or the press and seal. And Glad makes it. Uh, if you go to BJ's, if you go to Costco, you get them in a huge rolls. It is worth every penny, I promise you. And let me tell you something. If Pastor Steph is telling you that, because I am so cheap, I am so cheap. You know, according to the girls, I'm very frugal. I make my pennies stretch because I don't have a whole lot of them. So do that, and you will not go wrong, okay? So we've got strawberries. We've got melons. That's watermelon, honeydew, and cantaloupe. We've got pineapple. We've got peaches. We've got oranges. Bell peppers. You know, Ketty, she loves her onions and peppers. Oh, my goodness. She loves her onions and peppers, but don't overcook your bell peppers because, again, they always say when we overcook our our vegetables, it kills a lot of the nutrients. Put it in your salad. And you know what? Cut them very thin. If you don't have, like, that taste for peppers, cut them very thin. You don't even taste it. If you've got it with your, your leafy greens, if you've got your tomatoes if you've got you know your other items in your your uh, what do you call that thing your salad listen you won't even taste it trust me broccoli oh another one where you can get it frozen you can get it fresh fresh is always a little more expensive but again i've just told you how to preserve it broccoli now i've just given you like how many things excuse me already this will put more Water into your body, just in your eating, okay? Celery. Celery is on this list as well. We're talking about those of you who don't enjoy water as much. All of these foods that I'm listing, if you just joined us, have high water content, and you want to get these foods in your daily intake. And I'm just giving you like a whole plethora of things. Cucumber! Another staple in my house. Cucumbers. So when I have my what do you call that? The the detox, I put the pineapples, I put this cucumbers in there. Those are staples. Okay, so already. Now I've just gotten finished telling you I love water. I drink water by the gallons. And I still eat food that have a high water content. Lettuce. Now, there's this battle between iceberg, romaine, which one has more water, which, which one is a waste of your money. Listen, get the lettuce and call it a day. Sometimes what romaine is not as tasty, so you may not, you know, gravitate to it, or it's also more expensive. So if you're on the frugal side, like Pastor Steph, listen, get the iceberg. You, iceberg is full of water. That's the complaint of the healthies. They say, oh, you just waste your money because it's full of water, iceberg versus romaine. Good. That's what you want, right? You want to put more water into your system? Get that lettuce, that iceberg, okay? Now, summer squash, zucchini and yellow squash, and they say cooked is also okay. Remember we talked about cooking versus raw? Well, in my house, that's another staple. We have we do eggplant, zucchini, yellow squash. Now, you always hear me talk about my granddaughter, Mariah. When I tell you Mariah chows down on the zucchini squash, the yellow squash, eggplant, man, that kid eats this stuff up and tells me, Mama, is so good. So if a nine-year-old can enjoy it, so can you. And YouTube is full. The Internet is full. And I talk about YouTube because they walk you through everything. Sometimes, even at nauseum, you got to watch them cut this. Just show me the bowl of cut zucchini. Why do I have to watch you cut it? But they say the longer your video content is, you know, it's a little, there's some science to it. So they walk you through everything. So if you're not a cook, if you want to learn how to cook new things, if you want to expand that repertoire, if you're trying to get more water, then yo, get, listen, melons, watermelon, honeydew, cantaloupe, strawberries, pineapple, Peaches, oranges, bell peppers, and bell peppers, green, red, orange, yellow, yo, get all of them. And the red, yellow, orange are not as, you know, they're a little sweet. So enjoy. Broccoli, celery, cucumbers, lettuce, and the summer squash, squash such as zucchini and yellow squash. i have just given you a whole salad. Now, for those of you who hate salad, I don't know what to tell you, but we're trying to get more water into your system so that you can have a beautiful, fresh, loving, massaged scalp. (laughs) All right? You're not going to really do good with your scalp or other parts, you know, of your health if you don't have water. And I've got about a few more minutes, so I'm going to switch gear here. And we're going to talk about, the benefits of water, okay? Listen, it's Therapeutic Thursday. We're going to talk about all of this stuff. And we're always talking about health here. We're always talking about the good foods. We're always talking about the bad foods. We're always talking about the different, you know, health conditions, high blood pressure, uh, heart conditions, diabetes. Today we just got finished talking about migraines and Look at what we learned today about migraines by itself, all of the dangers, um, you know, of the migraines, you know, how it affects the rest of your health. So we want to make sure you understand the benefits of water. You say you don't like water. Okay, 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 you don't, but let me help you understand how important it is, and maybe then you'll kind of shift gear now that I've given you, like, a whole host of fun foods, That you can have that help your water intake so now we're going to talk about the benefits ready that pen and paper out because you need to write this stuff down okay the benefits of water one of the benefits they say it carries nutrients and oxygen to your cells now we know how important that is okay dead cells cells dying listen cancer Cells. Think about it. All right. I'm not saying that drinking water will kill cancer, but if we're talking about carrying nutrients and oxygen to yourself, how else do you think the flow, the internal flow, goes? That's one of the ways. Okay, it has to move around. If your body, in the inside, is dry, think about. A car engine what's the one way to kill your car if you don't give it gas and oil, it will kill that's the flows through the rest of your car flows through your engine. Your body is the engine, okay, so we're trying to get those nutrients and the oxygen to your cells. Well, water helps that get done. All right, flushing bacteria from your bladder, UTIs, um, uh, um, bladder infections. Listen, how do you flush your, your bladder? Not with soda, not with juice, that water, that pure water. Okay, water, water, water. All right, are you writing? I hope so aiding digestion for a person listen out of nowhere and they say that the diverticular disease it hits you once you're over 40. i do know a few people who are under 40 who actually were in their late 20s early 30s when they were diagnosed with the diverticular disease it has something to do with your intestines listen Aiding digestion, your gut. They talk about your gut all the time. And if your gut is not well, then your body is not well. Why? Because it's the central nervous system of your body. is right in the center. And if you, you know, you're not going to the bathroom properly. We talked about that a little while ago. You're not going to the bathroom properly. Um, you have a lot of gas. You know, your stomach is always bothering you. Water. Water helps your food digest Okay, especially if you don't eat well, because I can promise you, if you don't like water, you probably don't eat well. So now you really messed up, because now you have nothing that's aiding the digestion, okay, or the digestive process. Preventing constipation. Just got finished talking about going to the bathroom, right? How are you going to get that flow? How are you going to push all those toxins out of your body? You got to go to the bathroom. And constipation Actually, constant constipation brings on a lot of problems in your stomach because that means that that gook and junk and bowels is not going anywhere. It's sitting there. Think about what you let out in the bathroom is actually sitting in your stomach. Yeah. Did I help to shed some light on that one? I hope so. Normalizing your blood pressure. Now, do you realize that a lot of the blood pressure meds are diuretics? Mmm, helps you go to the bathroom, helps with that flow. If you have a diuretic for blood pressure, but you're not putting water back into your body, where do you think that's coming from? Your body's not going to produce this by itself, okay? So we want to make sure we get that, in that water in our body because it helps push, 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 all right? Helps to lower that blood pressure. Okay? Cushioning your joints. All right, here we go. More and more and more young people are talking about their achy joints. We talk about this all the time. We talk about inflammation, the foods that help with, you know, inflammation or prevent inflammation. Well, what's the point if we're not drinking water? Right? So, you want to definitely uh, get those joints flowing. Think about it. Water keeps our blood, our bodies going, okay? So you don't want arthritis. I promise you that. You don't want it. You don't want it. You don't want it. All right? What else are we talking about here? Protecting our organs and tissues. Again, the lubrication, the flushing, all of that. Helps with our organs and our tissues. Think about you don't water your plant. What happens? It dries up, right? That's your body. Those are your organs and your tissues. Okay? Regulating your body temperature. Mmm. Remember, we talked a little while ago, a couple of weeks ago. I talked about the, the quote unquote new norm. It's not ninety eight point six. It's a little higher. But that's one of the things that it helps to regulate, helps to regulate your temperature. Why do you think when we're working out, they say you need to drink water and things like that? Because when do you realize when you sleep, your body temperature raises, increases. Yeah. And when you're, you know, active, your body temperature rises. So drink the water, it helps brings it down. Now it doesn't necessarily mean drinking ice cold water will get it done. But, hmm, that's right. Drinking water helps to bring that body temperature, you know, to where it needs to be. Okay. Maintaining electrolyte balance, which is sodium. Now, our bodies need sodium. Don't think that we don't because all you hear is sodium and salt and blah, 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 blah. Our bodies actually need sodium. It does. Okay? So you want to make sure that you help to regulate that sodium by drinking water. All right? So look at that. In a matter of like 20, 25 minutes, we've got all of that information. Okay, so I got a couple of minutes and I just came across something in this article. Uh, the hydration of your body is something else. You know, you don't want to get dehydrated. Dehydrated is really not a good thing. They say they can tell when you're dehydrated by your eyes. Mm, the blinking, what do you think? Lubrication on your eyes? Your eyes? They say your mouth, you know, for those of us who our mouths stay dry, diabetes, other issues, dehydration, yeah, okay. So you want to make sure you keep your body hydrated, okay. They say they want to make sure you understand that milk and natural fruit juices do not do the same thing for hydrating your body as water does. Okay, so for those of you who drink a lot of fruit juice because it's supposed to be natural, hey, let's get the good word, not the street word. Okay, so milk has its, you know, it's great for calcium and our bodies need calcium, fruit juice, you know, natural, but water Nothing exceeds water when it comes to keeping your body hydrated, okay? All right. So listen, you've got a
0: huge
1: lesson today on the benefits of water as well as the foods that help because they have high water content. And I'm going to take a minute to do this one more time. Melons, watermelon, honey, and cantaloupe, strawberries, Pineapple, peaches, oranges, bell peppers, and that's all colors: green, red, yellow, and orange. Broccoli, celery, cucumbers, lettuce, iceberg—that's a lot of water—and romaine, and also the baby leaf. Those little baby leaf things that you see now—they sometimes they get a little reddish, burgundy-ish. Yeah, all that stuff. That's good. That has a lot of water in it, and summer squash such as zucchini and yellow squash. Okay. All righty. Well, we have reached a point on our Thursday, and we are up to our pray for them. Let's say good morning to Shanties. Good morning, Shantese.
2: Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
1: Good, good. I'm okay, thanks. what you learn this morning? What are some of the things you picked up this morning? Scalp, water?
2: Oh. Well, definitely already knew about the severity of increasing my water intake even outside of the summertime, because summertime for me, it's easy to
0: drink a lot of water
2: for obvious reasons. but even throughout the rest of the year, just making sure. Um, One of the things that really stood out was learning how there is no difference between the skin on my face and the skin myself.
0: Mm -hmm. That was really
2: interesting, really, because I've been taking – special, special care and really trying to keep up even with um, you know, my, my schedule and the sleep pattern being all over the place. Really trying to keep up with my skin routine for my face but not doing so well with my hair.
0: Mm-hmm, and I kept mm-hmm. saying, like,
2: I gotta be on this, I gotta get on this, I gotta get on this. So it's kinda like, Am I really taking care of my face if I haven't been taking care of my scalp and vice versa. So that was really interesting to learn.
1: Okay, yeah. I have I heard that years and years ago, but, you know, if you're not focusing on it, it goes, like, right over your head. And right. when uh, Sister Gertie mentioned that a couple of times, I was like, wow, I want to make sure I understand this properly. Because we don't make the, you know, association. Because, you know, we're mm-hmm. always taught that this, you know don't put this particular product on your face because it's a different type of skin. And don't put, you know, don't do this with this product because the skin on the, like in the palm of your hand and the skin on the back of your hand are two different types of skin. And you hear consistently the differences in the skin, so you would never really put that, together that you know it's the same hair on my scalp that is on my face. So that's really like real interesting to me as well. So what you got for us today in the pray for them?
2: Today for pray for them, we're going to pray for Tim Curry for those who do not know he is an English actor and singer but he is mainly known he has been in tons and tons of different movies i believe a lot of live shows um of course because he sings as well but he is mainly known for playing the clown in the movie it the original it you mm-hmm. know not not the new ones that came out yeah i had no idea that he i always knew him from being the um the the bellhop in home alone Two, when he was in mm. new york and yeah wow. and he was is the that one who that is right that worked behind the yeah that worked behind the desk and when he finally found out that macaulay Culkin was there by himself he was trying to you know get him and reporting him to the authorities yeah that that's him
1: right K. i only knew him wow.
0: from there
2: i only knew him from there yeah so reading up him i was like wow when he played it had no idea, and a lot of other movies as well. He played the villain in a lot of the movies that he starred in, but unfortunately back in 2012, he suffered from a major stroke, which resulted Mm. in him having to be wheelchair-bound. I had no idea of that either, but despite his health shift, he's been doing a lot of acting, but not in the public eye. He has been able to switch over to voice acting.
0: Mm. He's been doing
2: a lot of that. And also he met, not that long ago, he met one of his fans. He was a huge fan of his and come to find out it was the guy who played in the latest It. So that that was really interesting wow. to see like the, right, the one who played the original clown and now the one who played in the last one. I don't know who watched You know, the original It that came out in 1990 and then these last two that came out just a few years ago, they are crazy if you haven't watched them. Not really so much scary, but just a lot of suspense and thriller. And so just seeing those two together was really interesting as well. But definitely would like to pray for him because, of course, we know that there are tons of celebrities that are in these tabloids because of drug use and murder and all kinds of different scandals would definitely like to lift him up to pray for, not just his physical health, but his mental and emotional health as well. You know, with being in the limelight and being able to act in pretty much whatever roles you go out for, some you get, some you don't get, but, you know, you get used to being able to do what you're doing and now still having to take this shift, but still being able to be in that arena just maybe not so much in the forefront. And then that's still by choice a lot because we know of a lot of actors and actresses who suffered health scares um, in many different ways, whether it was psychological or physical. One that comes to mind is I don't remember his name, but um, what's his name that played on House Party and he got into the motorcycle accident? And oh, he now wheelchair uh, bound, but yet
1: yes, the the the, uh, the young guy, the one, who one play um, chill,
2: yeah, the one yes. play chill that mm-hmm. kept bumping the the DJ set when Martin was DJing. Right. Yeah, you know he he suffered from um, physical aspects because of the motorcycle accident, but yet he still plays mm-hmm. in a lot of shows. Um, another one, the actress, um, what is her name? Danielle Spencer, I think, from What's Happening.
1: Yes, yes, She got into
2: the car accident and she was missing from a few episodes, but yes, she came back. So we do know that you are still able, but it still has a lot to do with your psyche and stuff. Because if you don't feel like you look the way you want to look, you can't deliver yourself to these roles the way you would like to or the way you used to because of how you are now physically. We, You know, everyone understands that. But just also like to, you know, thank God for not wiping him out from being able to be in this industry at all where he's still making an impact and he's still able to make his mark so it's not just what he used to do or what he did before, whether you know it was impactful or not, but what he's still able to do. Definitely like to pray for his family and his team because we all know that unless you have that support group and that support system, you ain't really going that far in a positive you know way. Um, And just, you know, like to thank God that we're able to pray for a celebrity and it's not something bogus and crazy that they've done out here to themselves and or to other people. And definitely, like, whether it's his peers who are also in the industry or his fans or even those of us who may not be a quote-unquote fan of his, but just looking at his perseverance despite what he suffered, you know, a few years ago, but yet he's still doing what he loves and, being able to impact others Mm.
1: you know i gotta tell you you are a knack at this pray for them thing last night i was Mm -hmm. an all morning i was up really really late looking around and i was like okay well i didn't talk to her about the fact that uh sister gertie's only going to be on for very short time so we're going to have some extra time and you know, maybe she doesn't have a pray for them, so I'll look. And I was all over the internet and came, and I saw a million, I'm telling you, I saw a million things and nothing hit me. And I was like, okay, do you talk about some, you know, she brings scandals sometimes and this, this, and this. And nothing. And here you go. Ha <laughs> ha. And I'm like, that's interesting. Very interesting information. And you know, an uh, interesting purpose, you know, in, in what you're talking about today and, and how, you know, we bounce back from all of these things or the lack thereof. You know, we don't always bounce yeah. back so easily. And I'm like, I spent hours looking through, <laughs> I mean, all types of Different websites and newsletters and magazines and and here she goes with this thing like so simple. So everybody has their lean. I, I, I'm not trying that no more. I, I have to that honestly was a com- say
2: pass and stuff. Yeah, this Tim Curry was actually brought to my attention by accident when I was doing something else online last week. So it's really the Holy Spirit that, that brings these things. Because I wasn't, because like you said, you know, there are times I'm intentionally looking specifically for this. And like you said, because it's real easy to get on the shade room or something and find some scandal, you know. But that's not the only thing we can pray for. Mm-hmm. when I came across that, and like I said, even understanding who he is, I
1: didn't even realize who he was. Because even when I said, "Okay, Tim Curry," like who is that? Cause you know, you know, we're movie buffs, so a lot of times we right. see because we know the actors and actresses' real
2: names. <laughs> they're like, "Who knows that stuff?"
0: You know. <laughs> but this was
1: one of the actors I didn't know his real name and didn't realize who he was. So to even realize
2: the roles that he played, it was just like, "Wow!" And being able to um, have and someone in the entertainment industry like this. Who can still shed a lot of positive light is very mm-hmm. uplifting because, as like you just said,
1: it's just so easy to find all
0: mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. like,
1: oh, all the yes. Out there. So, Yes. Yes. Oh well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Let's go before <laughs> the Lord. Oh, to heavenly Father God, we come before you. We say thank you. We can never approach you about anything without. Just saying a simple thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for even allowing us into your day. We don't have to be here. We did not have to be
0: awakened
1: today to even be on this broadcast, to speak to anyone, to minister, to encourage, to support we just could have been on yeah. the other side of the grave, and we thank you for just calling our name, as Shanti always says. We thank you for tapping us on the shoulder. We thank you
0: for mm-hmm.
1: keeping us on your mind, even in our sleep. And this morning, to Heavenly Father, we lift up Tim Curry. And a lot of people may not know him uh, because, you know, maybe one of his more unknown roles is behind a costume where his person is not exposed. And today, God, we bring him before you because we're very happy that we're not reading of a scandal and that it's someone who can actually showcase the fact that even if he doesn't acknowledge you as his personal Savior, but we know that whatever gifts and talents we're given, All good and perfect gifts come from you, God.
0: Mm -hmm. And we're
1: grateful that we need to be entertained. We want to be entertained. And here we have someone who has been doing it in a clean manner. we're not saying he's he's perfect, God, but we're giving you thanks for his life. We're giving you thanks Mm -hmm. that it's someone that we can still... You know, enjoy, and we don't have to worry about, or we haven't had to worry about reading about him in such a negative way. We thank you, God, for the gifts and skills and talents he has, even if he doesn't acknowledge you. Even if he hasn't been introduced to you yet. Even if someone has not mentioned your name in a special way, because we hear Lord and God and Jesus all the time. But it's not until you're mentioned in a special way, at a special time, at a special point in our life that we adhere, admonish, acknowledge, and pay attention to who you really are. So, Lord, we're going to ask you today that if the presentation has not been made, that you send your individual or individual's to him right now Your word says that you don't want to see Anyone perish So we know that Tim Curry Is just as important as Stephanie Griffin And Chantice And, mm. and, and Mary And ever else We know he's not insignificant To you But he's very important And I would like to say he's Important also because he does Have the attention of your people So, therefore, he can actually touch lives the way others can't. So we are asking for him to be given a special notice of who you are today. Just brush past him. You're still small voice, God. Whether it's on a billboard, a pamphlet, someone Mm -hmm. who just walks by and goes, come to church with me. Do you know Jesus? Did anybody ever tell you who God really is? Somebody in his camp, somebody in his family, a fan, a stranger, it doesn't matter, a a, a flyer on his car, God. Whatever way you choose to introduce yourself to him, God, we welcome. Because we understand there's no shape, form, or fashion as to how you enter our lives. And, Lord, we need for, for more of these entertainers to know who you are because they already have a fan base. And we need you to have the biggest fan base ever, bigger than any fan base that any of these people have. But you need to have that fan base. You need to have those of us here on earth working toward drawing all men unto you. Not to the movie theater, not to the
0: movies,
1: but to you. So, Lord, we're grateful today to be able to call out Tim Curry's name. He may never know about this, God. But we thank you for the opportunity to just shine the light on someone else. It's not about us right now. We thank you, God for all that you have done for us through him, even if it's nothing but entertain and kept a smile on our face or, you know, uh, helped to distract us from maybe something we were going through. Whatever he's done in a positive manner, we thank you. However he's uh, affected his family in a positive manner, we thank you, God. But again, God, we're calling out his name today so that his life can be right in you. There's no other reason why we need to call out a name More importantly, Mm -hmm. then they know who you are. Really get to know who you are. Not just scathing the surface. Not just calling it out because it's the thing to do or it's a fad or you just want to follow what someone else is doing, but because there's a genuine knock at the door. So if we're calling out his name today, you've been knocking at his door. So we ask again, Mm -hmm. God, that he... Just have that introduction in a special way today, and we give you thanks for this opportunity. We give you thanks for our sister minister, Gertie Gordon, God, who blesses us each time she's on this broadcast. All of the wisdom and knowledge that you've given her, God, she hands back to your people free of charge. Thank you for Mm -hmm. the investment you've made in her so that she can make in us. We give you the glory and the honor. God so rightly do your name. In the precious name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, (laughs) I was laughing because when you said Tim Curry, most times when you say the names, I've at least heard of the people. I may not know Mm -hmm. them, you know, in detail. But when you said Tim Curry, I was like, I don't know that name. Is he related to Steph Curry? That's how far off (laughs) I was and um you know like I said I'm going to leave this pray for them in your lane because you know I wasn't looking for scandal but you know I was looking mm-hmm. for the scandal so we could have something to pray about possibly I didn't know what was going to come across because we don't do scandal here you know we if we're, right. if we're talking about any scandal we're praying you know for these individuals, we're not, girl, guess what? You know, this one is divorced and this one, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about maybe mm-hmm. a better behavior, a better mindset, a better situation in their life, family life, you know, this Jada right. Pinkett and, 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 uh, Will Smith, again, I was Uh, looking up uh, and, boy, they're just splattered uh, all over the place how they've been separated uh, since
0: 2016.
1: uh And here's the thing. since Since we're talking and we're talking about positivity, I wanted to bring this up. You know, we can kind of go out on a little different note today. I was looking at the fact that they were saying there was one article that said they've been separated since 2016 but they've been stepping out like the couple of the years.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And uh-huh. I was saying to myself, I said, because we're so accustomed to this raggedy life that these people live in the forefront. It's just recently uh-huh. that their raggedy life has, you know what I'm saying? It's not...
0: right. Right.
1: You know, the way it it normally is, you know, for some people and, excuse me, things like that. But, you know, it's the raggedy life that we get to have these people in our face, excuse me, all the time. And they showed a picture of the two of them, very well dressed. They were going to, I think, some, uh, what do you call it, awards show or whatever it is and you know they were always very well dressed and things like that and I think this people have come to think of especially us like we don't know how to act that all Mm -hmm. we do is spread our business in front you know of the cameras and 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 the
0: uh-huh. the notice
1: that we get is always negative, and I was just proud. I don't care what their behind the scenes life is, you know, because we all got raggedy lives when you think about it, you know. And uh-huh. for, for those who
0: are always,
1: you know, in front of people, um, you know, talking about how other people are doing. You know, my 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 issue is, you know. We always, we all got raggedy lives. We don't have this perfected, you know, life. And I was very proud of them that prior to, like, recently, in the past, you know, couple of years with the Alcina and and the Chris Rock and, you know, and, you know, the rumors that have been circulating about, you know, Will Smith, his personal life, the kids, you know, things like that, that in, in the grand scheme of things, they haven't done that at all with keeping their life private, right. and that's the way right. it should be. And some people work just the opposite of, you know, I want to make sure we're out there because we stay relevant if we're out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you know, mm-hmm. all you've been seeing is her book and and things like that. And the other thing that I I've, I've seen that have seems to have taken this sore, Everybody's got these tell all books, like yo,
2: yeah it. I I was
1: watching.
2: It's interesting you bring that up because last night I came across a brief clip of the View, and be opened up with speaking on, like how, like what you just said. All of a sudden, now everywhere you look, it's Jada Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith everywhere, and all all of the women were given their views, and I respected how they spoke because even though it didn't really seem like any of the women agreed with how now their stuff is just being splattered everywhere, all of their business, they still spoke with a lot of respect and maturity. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that one of the women said was, you know, I understand that, you know, our lives were in the public eye, and we do understand, like, you have to find that healthy balance of being able to let the public in but there needs to be a lot that is closed off. And what one of the ladies said they didn't respect from Jada Pinkett is she just got to the point where she was just saying too much. Mm -hmm. And it was now putting like exposing how Will Smith felt because he wears his heart on his sleeve. Like you see, I don't know if it's because of the roles that he plays, but you Mm -hmm. see a lot of his emotions, even without him having to speak and Mm -hmm. um, with You know, them being able to, you know, be able to, whether they're making special appearances or going to a premiere or such, it's like, yes, you don't have, you you are supposed to step out and no one should know. Y'all could just get finished cussing each other out, but y'all better Mm -hmm. get in front of these cameras and, you know, show like everything is good because it's no one's business. But I think it has gotten to a point where it's just way too much is being shared and -hmm. exposed. And I believe a lot of it is because, What y'all were doing in front of the camera is also what y'all were doing behind the camera there wasn't Mm -hmm. enough openness Mm -hmm. behind the camera and what one of the ladies brought up was that they both entered their marriage in two different aspects one Mm -hmm. entered the marriage Mm -hmm. with a monogamous attitude the other one entered the marriage with we're gonna be open we're gonna Mm -hmm. sleep with other people we're gonna do this and now because nothing was handled properly behind the scenes now, in front of the cameras, everything is just going buck out Right,
1: and it's just right, like, right. What, right.
2: you know, what is happening? And like you said, with the kids now, the kids is going crazy. They've been going crazy because the proper things were not done behind the
0: scenes. So right, it, it's just right. a lot.
1: It is. It is. Nice way to close the show. So we want to make sure we encourage you to make sure you go stay before the Lord over your life and he will help you expose what you need to expose. Thank you so much, Shantese. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off and I want to thank my due time crew I want to thank Shantice. I want to thank our sister Gertie Gordon with Tress Talk with Gertie today thank you for hanging out with us and we pray that you do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now please do not miss this opportunity to just strengthen that relationship with the Lord right now because later is not promised to any of us until tomorrow God spares where it's Freestyle Friday until then I love
0: you.